Hi, you're listening to the Define Her Story podcast. I'm Christina, your host, and on today's episode, we're taking a look at cultural stereotypes and how we break them. Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, right? Or are they really? Maybe they were once, but not anymore? Join us as we examine some of the traditional cultural stereotypes and shed a light on the real truth behind them. Here's what our panel and viewers had to say on this topic. Hi, and good morning to everybody who is joining us. We appreciate you being in here. Don't forget, this is an interactive talk show, so be sure to join us. (laughs) Somebody's joining us right now. That's okay. (laughs) So be sure to join in the conversation. Comment whenever I'm asking a question. Please know that... um, It is being asked of everybody, not just of the panelists here. And speaking of the panelists, I'd like to introduce you guys uh, to everyone who is here. We even have some special guests today, but our regular panelists are Lakeisha, Alicia, Brandy, Mitra, our two guests are Tao and Tanuja. By the way, Tao has a, a... a, um, like an online magazine kind of thing. It's Macaroni Kid Katie. So it tells all about the different uh, goings on that you can find uh, in the Katie area. And then Tanuja has Love Bites by Tanuja, which are amazing desserts that have absolutely nothing in them that taste really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, and um, I'm just going to put this out there right now. When I was in high school, I always wanted to be in a Benetton commercial, and I now finally am. So thank you. <laughs> so I am very excited about that. Thank you. So um, again, like I said, today's topic is about breaking cultural stereotypes. And I have to say that um, in doing some of our research, we actually had some really great uh, conversations about some of the stereotypes. <laughs> yes, um, that we've got, but before I get into the show, I do want to, um, I have a new little piece, uh, starting with this show. And that is that we actually have a couple of sponsors for our show today. So thank you very much to Alicia for dressing all of us in our fabulous wardrobes yes. that we have today. Um, I feel very glamorous. <laughs> I was actually excited that I was wearing color. Um, so, but, uh, it just an FYI. If there is anything that you see on any of the ladies today that you would like that's here from Alicia's place, just put something down in the comments. Tell, you know, tell Alicia, I like this outfit, and she can get that to you. And then we also have another sponsor, which is Suzanne Joffreon with SB Designs Jewelry. And so all of us with our very beautiful jewelry is on here. Very nice. We've got our rings. We've got our bracelets and galore. I, feel, I know. I'm like, I feel very blingy and glamorous today. Um, and uh, we also want to let you know, too, that um, if you go and download the app, this is going into the comments um, here in just a moment. It'll be copy and pasted down in the comments for you. Um, but download the SB Design app. Purchase a piece of jewelry, $50 or more, and Suzanne will get you a free bracelet. And that Mm. happens until uh, the 30th of this month, so shop soon. So buy these? So buy these. (laughs) (laughs) I meant me, but (laughs) buy these. (laughs) Okay, so um, let's just get right in, delve right into the topic. So then what were, because I know like some of us did some research, so what were some of like the stereotypes that you guys found that was... um, Different or like unusual or like kind of surprising or funny. Don't everybody jump. <laughs> I think stereotypes in general. Just hearing it from can be really funny. Yeah. yeah. Hearing you say what your stereotypes well, yeah, are like. Stereotypes from our culture, right? That's stereotypes kind of from mean, our yeah. culture, or whatever. Like I know, like when Mitra and I were talking about it or whatever, I felt like an absolute like 
jerk or dork or something like that because she was talking about like you know one of our stereotypes like the burkas i'm like oh my gosh yeah you guys wear burkas and things like she's like no that's the point we don't i'm like i can totally the serious. shoulders right now learned a lot from our conversation alone about the stereotypes and I think each of us gave an account of our personal experience mm -hmm. um, because some of the stereotypes you said I never saw it from my angle yeah. right. but when you said it I could see now like okay this is making more sense mm -hmm. why people might be a little bit defensive at times and things of that nature so yeah I mean stereotypes can you know it could be funny. It could be. It could use. We could use humor as our common bond to break those boundaries. But once you cross that humorous side, that then I think that's when it starts becoming um, hateful, and you know, it creates more distance. The Absolutely. thing about stereotypes, there's always like an essence of truth behind them. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of it, mm -hmm. but when it goes overboard, or when it goes to a very nasty, ugly place that's when it's not so funny anymore but it's kind of fun to i make fun of myself all the oh, time sure. yeah they say mix is humble you know yeah. our nannies and my kids are mixed so they don't look very brown so like <laughs> they would always ask me when i would take my kids out to the park are you the nanny <gasps> <laughs> and i just laugh because i thought oh that's hilarious <laughs> my kids are much more lighter like their dad yeah. um but it's funny and i laugh about it because that you know it's just funny and it's fun and my kids think it's funny too so. have you all felt like stereotypes change over time I, I think so especially being the first generation born and raised in this country uh -huh. like I definitely see a change in our stereotypes yeah. anyway I mean I don't know I don't I don't even know what stereotypes are anymore because it feels <laughs> like the lines have blurred so right, much right. right I mean I guess I know what what it is for my parents generation I don't know what people think of me though I mean sometimes people will say like they call us Gandhi or whatever I'm like and that's a compliment. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't understand. He's a great man. Like, I don't know how to use by that. But then I learned, like, as I got older, that was derogatory. That's or... when you do what Alicia did. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up for me, I, I when you were talking about mm -hmm. growing up and how the things change, I remember they I in school they used to ask me if I was communist. And because of the Vietnam War and I'm right. like, I don't think so. I'm from the South. So um, I'm from South Vietnam. So but as as I've gotten older and become more Americanized, there's a stereotype for FOB. We were talking about fresh off the boat versus yeah. Vietnamese American yes. and that's what I consider so you know but some of them still tag along with you like are you a bad driver and do you wear flip-flops everywhere well yes I do and, um, and she did come late today I know <laughs> she drove here I came late. well you know I was told to drive like a white woman and I did <laughs> and she arrived on time <laughs> But I laugh now, you know, because yeah, nobody yeah. wants, I like yeah. it because now nobody wants me to drive anywhere, so I get chauffeured yeah, everywhere. Nice. I'm okay with that. That's an okay story. Right. I know, because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, did you die? So, yeah. <laughs> you made it here. You're cool. You're okay. Cool. Well, see, that's one of the things, too, that I was just kind of wondering about is that, like, do stereotypes, like you brought it to, is like, do stereotypes change over time? And what stereotypes kind of stick? Like, it, ne it doesn't matter what culture you're talking about. It seems to, like, there always is that same... Uh, like stereotype for everybody so like for me it was like I'm like okay so what ones are kind of like universal and a lot of them for me kind of like stuck with like women like women mm -hmm. stereotype like it's the whole like you know sh you're quiet you're in the background that mm -hmm. kind of thing like that seems to be like everybody's like role for women mm -hmm. to be or whatever like no matter what culture it was mm -hmm. um, 
but uh, what are some of the so what are some of the stereotypes that are there? Like we got the nanny one, but like what are some mm -hmm. of the stereotypes that are there? It's like because you said you know like some of them have some truth to it, but like what are some that are like funny and they're funny because there's absolutely like zero truth to it at all. Oh ooh, my god! Ooh. Okay, all African American women have attitudes. Like we don't all have attitudes. Right? Girl, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's um, it's the cultural difference. I think it is, and it's that a lot of times, you know, and it's in every culture. You don't know like what a person's been through. You don't know, you know, their background, how they were raised, right? So you automatically see this person and you think that they're angry or mad about something, and that's really not the case. Sometimes they could be the nicest person, but maybe because they've had maybe like a bad day or a bad, you had one bad experience with them we are quick to label like, oh yeah, she's an angry black woman. And mm -hmm. it's really just not the case. Get to know us. We're like, we're really great people. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> or that, that Mexicans are lazy, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, or, yeah. you know, they no, always, the opposite, they do all the work. And that's yeah. the of old photographs where they would have the Mexican guy with his hat. Oh, the big sombrero. Yeah, with the big sombrero yeah. just taking a seat. It's not even, it doesn't happen in this part of the world. It happens in Spain, more of a European thing, but that's the one that I'm like, that really bothers me. I mean, that one gets to me. Well, it was because they were taking a siesta because they right. were working so yeah. hard. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's see here. Eva's got, uh, Eva's commented in here. So stereotypes will change. Um, and be broken down, put in a good place, once we really start mixing and talking to each other. Exactly. That's a future we need to strive for. And by the way, she says, hi. So, hi, Eva. Yeah. Hi, yay. Hi, Eva yay. is like Eva. The, the quintessential breakthrough of stereotypes. <laughs> she, is, she represents Polish culture, British culture, and she's always, always diversifying her friends. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I think that's the point that we, yeah. we need to get across is that the only way to get through stereotypes is by having access to the, the facts, yeah. yes. the, the educational reality you know yes. one of the stereotypes I grew up with is camels yeah you know like we we get everywhere with camels I came here when I was four so I, it's not so I couldn't really defend myself you know and I was just like okay maybe I don't know you know because I would see depictions of camels and Arabs in Middle East and there we go yeah. you have the whole right. geographical area you know depicted with camels and until I went to Iran after 10 years of yeah. being here dude there are so many donkeys in there <laughs> like, like there are so many donkeys like donkeys and Persian cats like there's no camels <laughs> only for like at the circus or something like that right. so yeah. it wasn't until I actually traveled to know you know what I yeah. need to stand exactly. for right so absolutely. getting out of your little box is very important absolutely right right yeah. Kind Radio, thank you so much Aww. for tuning in. Thank, thank you. you. Glad you liked the conversation. And Faye, Hi. Hello. <laughs> so I, I wanted to piggyback off of something you were saying that makes you mad. I have one that kind of frustrates me, and that's like white kids are privileged. Everything's handed to them. And because I kind of had a hard knock life. So when I was 18, I was working. Everything I've had to do for myself. And people were like, oh, you don't. You don't look like that. You look I mean, that frustrates me that <laughs> yeah. you know that white people have that. You're entitled. Mm -hmm. You're in fact, yeah, that does irritate me a lot. But yeah, I had to really work to where I to where I gotten, and nothing was handed to me on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. So that really frustrates me a lot. And people meet me, and they're like, "Oh, you look so like I thought you were a snob." 
Nice. Yeah, someone told me that the other day. I was looking at your pictures on Facebook, and I thought you were a snob. And I was like, thanks for getting to know me. (laughs) (laughs) That's you pull Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, that one bothers me. That one makes me a little angry. Like, get to know me. (laughs) Real quick, I wanted to to point something out real quick, um, because we have people commenting. Brandy, you want to tell them about like what yes. your offer is? I have a lip gloss giveaway, Fabian. If you want to give it to someone else, you can. So by commenting <laughs> below, you have a chance of winning uh, my free one of my free lip glosses. So comment below, and you were entered to win a lip gloss. Yay. Awesome. So like when you guys were talking about like donkeys and elephants and stuff like that. So like, because um, for me it was kind of hard because I was like. I could like pick out stereotypes for everybody else, but I was like, I don't know what the white stereotypes are. But I know like when I moved around a lot, like I was an Air Force brat. And so I know that when uh, I was born in Texas, and so when I ended up uh, living in Ohio, the thing that I got asked a lot was, do you have cows? And do you actually oh, have Texas. grass? And do you ride a horse, horse to, to school? Work. Yes. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, oh, wow. uh, yes, we have grass. I know. I know. It's very weird. So like, I'm just wondering if, like, then within your own culture, do you have, like, then the stereotypes oh, for, like, different oh, yeah. areas absolutely. within? Oh, yeah. You know? um, so northern India the, um, they're like more, <laughs> they're, they're more light skin. They're more fair skin. And, um, they like to, uh, own hotels. I won't name any particular <laughs> last name. <laughs> they own hotels. They're like business people and stuff like that. South India is more like, that's where I'm from. Darkish skinned. Um, more like, uh, like the doctors, engineers, like more professionals, if you will, like I don't, I, I guess professionals is the best mm-hmm. word, but, um, yeah. And, and I, I remember seeing this, I can't remember what the show's called, but, um, it's the show of all Indians on, I think Netflix or something. Um, and they, they're, it's a business and they're trying to hire somebody for like an engineering role. And they're like, make sure you pick a South Indian. They know how to work hard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. Yeah. Regional, of course. Yeah. I have, a, I have a funny one. Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, you said regional, but mm-hmm. it, it's really important. These borders sometimes have a very heavy political uh, strife with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've mistaken the Slavic language oftentimes with, I'm sorry, I apologize, Russian language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's painful and hurtful because, I mean, there was a war with mm-hmm. the neighboring countries. Mm-hmm. So it's really important, like I said, to travel. You know, I mean, even even if we don't have the means to travel, there's Rick Steves, you know. <laughs> I mean, right? Rick Steves Watch is amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah, National Geographic, you right. know. These are educational. They're they not biased. They're not trying to sell you on one country over the other, you know, and it, and it helps to, you know, kind of attenuate the, the, the fear and yeah. the block that we have. The other Absolutely. suggestion I would make is to open yourself to speaking to someone who's from a different culture. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. Ask Absolutely. them, you know, I've heard this about most of the time when you come with authenticity and genuine um, questions, they're really open about it. Like down the line. I think that's a what great yeah. one. I was going to talk about some funny ones. It's like the whole that white girls uh, can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> can you dance? Are yeah. you going to show up? Not now. That really bothered me. I said, be in my garage practicing. And then I was on the dance team in high school. I still don't think I was any good. Now I can dance. The other <laughs> night I was downtown. I was dancing. And then I was crossing Segway. I almost tripped because there was a rope. And someone goes, are you okay? And then I heard the party go, yeah, but she can dance. <laughs> 
And I was like, awesome. yes, accomplished. Yay. So, uh, Lori, Perry, Hi. Iris, uh, Marvel. I love your name, Marvelously yes. Millie. That's awesome. <laughs> I thanks so much for, uh, for joining us today. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I was going to say, I mean that, uh, to me, when we first brought up the topic of like having this as a topic for the show, I just say I was very nervous. Why? Are you kidding me? Because I was like, we're going to be talking about like, like stereotypes and like, you know, what if I offend somebody right, by, right. Sharing, so by sharing, by sharing, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, so I really appreciate the fact that we're, that we're doing, <laughs> that we're doing I'm not easily offended. Yeah, I not. joke it off because it is yeah. about educating people, yeah. Yeah. you know, like the other day, nothing against one particular beaver store when you travel far places, but I went into Bucky's and this, this, <laughs> this gentleman, oh no, that's not me. <laughs> No, um, I went into Bucky's and they were sampling coleslaw and I was grabbing a sample and the gentleman, older white guy, he's like, do you know what that is? Like really condescending. I said, yes, sir. I lived in Texas a long time. I know what coleslaw is. <laughs> so he gave me a look, but it's, it's one of those, don't assume, don't assume right. everybody is ignorant or is fresh to this country. Yeah. You know, talk to everybody like they're human. Right. So right. that's, right. it's all it is, is. Talk to people with respect and like they're human. If you if you all don't know Tao by now, she's full of humor, and and I think that's a, a key element in breaking these uh, these you know boundaries with fear. You know, yeah. there was uh, this several comedians. They were call, they called themselves Axis of Evil. This was after. President Bush Jr. had said, you know, that there's certain axes of evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they created this whole, like, comedy tour based oh, wow. on the axis of evil. It was like a, a Jordanian, it was an Iranian, it was a Jew, <laughs> you know. So, and, and that's how they were able to create, you know, start that conversation because a lot of people mm -hmm. that have fear, they're not going to have a serious conversation. Right, right. Yeah. Really but with humor, yeah. it's kind of like the common mm -hmm. thread. We can yeah. kind of laugh. Mm -hmm. We all can laugh, right? Yeah, totally. So we can laugh together. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, so Fabian popped in here. He said, uh, take it from me, 20 years ago when I first met Brandy. Wow, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I was not as wise as I am now. I can admit as a teenage Aww. kid, I let my environment, yes, my environment affect my attitude. Wait, where to go? <laughs> Sorry, Fabian. Facebook just updated and apparently <laughs> Fabian just deleted it. I know. Like, oh. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, I didn't want people to see that. <laughs> Change it to ten years ago. <laughs> well, I read it and thank but you. Yes, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say um, our tech guy. Which, by the way, thank you to Mike Mead. Huge help every time we ever do an episode. He's always our tech guy. Okay, so my environment affect my attitude and assumptions with stereotypes and placed her in a certain fear. As time went on and I got to know her, she proved that uh, you really don't uh, you don't judge a book by its cover. Wow. Um, oh, she's been a very amazingly so accomplished woman that I'm honored to say I know. Oh, oh, two likes. Oh, thank you. I know. That's See, that's what I was talking about. Thank you. Exactly. And I think, and I think that um, I know that I have to say that when I was a teenager, oh, good lord. I mean, the things that you know you fall into when you're around certain people, and that's why I think it's really important that we start surrounding our kids, making sure that. Who we're surrounding our kids with has got the has got a diverse kind of attitude because yes. again that's what you're picking up that that's what you know that's what you think and so that's what you're then going on and I think that then a lot of times is what is perpetuating a lot of the stereotypes 
that seem to keep going on and on and on and on. Um, okay, so is this Na? This is for you, oh, Mitra. Yeah, you ladies look great. Thank you. That's because of Alicia <laughs> and Suzanne Thank that we look so fabulous. I said, can you tell us some more about your trip? Um, what were some of your favorite memories? Well, my trip to Iran, my first trip to Iran was 10 years, exactly 10 years after I, um, we immigrated here uh, from Iran. Uh, this is post-revolution, so there's still a lot of, you know, things going on with Iran at the time and the relationship with America, of course. And the the thing for me was I had seen Not Without My Daughter. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. And that, that kind of set the tone movie. for me. I was I was terrified, but I wanted to see my family so bad that I was like willing to just go, you know. So I, t I wore the hijab and, and okay, so you have to know that um, Iran is an Islamic republic. So in the in the streets, in the public, you have to cover up no matter if you're Jewish, Christian, whatever, you know, in the, inside the house, it's a different culture, but right. outside you have to cover up. And out of respect, I don't mind because if a Muslim man that's very devoted sees, you know, me exposed, it might be offensive to him. Right. So, you know, I didn't mind that, but I really covered up. I mean, I, it was just like this and, you know, and, and, and we have different levels of covering in, in Iran. The, just the general standard is just the, um, like a, a scarf around the head and just like a raincoat kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then if you're really pious, you wear a chador, and the chador is just one sheet that goes over. So burqas are actually only worn in Afghanistan, and they're the ones that have the, the kind of caged uh, oh, mesh, mm -hmm. um, and not every Afghan woman wants to wear a burqa. Right. So that whole comment about Iranians um, having burqas, invalid. And then all Arab women, all um, Muslim women Muslim. wanting to wear burqas, invalid, because there are some really stylish Muslim oh, yeah. hijab-wearing yeah. women yeah. that I'm like, wow, I want to be Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, you know, going to Iran and actually seeing that it's not as terrifying as that movie made it for me was just groundbreaking. So, again, travel, people, travel. I think mm -hmm. adding on that is they assume a lot of people from Iran are from the Middle East. Are automatically Muslim, and mm -hmm. a lot of people right. don't realize that it's a very, it's also very Christian. There's a, there's right. a, a big very much. Yeah. So that's another stereotype that people always sort right. of make when they don't have the education. And then with that word latches on a more pejorative exactly. meaning, yeah. meaning terrorist. Exactly. Yeah. So can you imagine so being like Jewish Arab? You know, and being called a terrorist. Right. You know, mm -hmm. when you have terrorism against your You're Jewish okay. people. Yes, you right. know, so it's just it's not fair to a whole. Um, society, you know, so. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. I'm going to show how ignorant I am. Okay, so I know, I know the burqa is the, with the, with the screen. Mm -hmm. um, I have no idea, because I've seen a variety then of different kind of headdresses. And so what is then, what is the difference between like, is everything else called a hijab or right. like what is, so like no matter how much is covered, if it's just around the hair right, or right. if it's like I've seen longer, they is that longer. all? Right. I okay. mean, you know, without getting too religious uh, yeah. in, and I haven't read any holy books, but I know, oh, I, I think I know and I think I understand that holy books are very poetic. Mm -hmm. So it, if you take it for the literal meaning, it, you can almost become an extremist. So the word hijab means to be uh, modest mm -hmm. to okay. be, you know to respect your body as a female to just not be a representative of a, of a sex symbol because back 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 in the day that's what women were perceived as mm -hmm. so Islam comes and tries to protect women by 
covering them. That was the idea, but now how, you know, humanity takes it by oppression and all this and that, that's a whole different story. So a hijab technically just means covering up modestly. So that could mean long sleeve shirt, that could mean um, Mm -hmm. tight veil. Every woman does it Okay. Yeah, and I mean, and I don't know what it is about the hair, but you see that in, um, you know, Orthodox Jewish religion, you see that um, in Hinduism, you know, sometimes you see that in other cultures Mm -hmm. too, so Mm -hmm. something sexy about the hair, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here, Anna said hi, hi Hi, Anna, hi Amanda, and then Ava, is it Eva. Eva. Okay. Um, we're all unique snowflakes that eventually melt together. I'll Read books, her. go to museums, educate, and yes, make an effort to talk to people who don't sound and look like you. Exactly. Yes. My parents threw a brilliant series at me, a book for each of the main religious oh, holidays. Great. Oh, that's very cool. Oh. Very cool. The Mashup of Americans. So is that the Mashup Americans? Is that the series, Eva? That would be very cool to know. We could do a class here on that. I think maybe it's a book. And I think that, I mean, like, I think that there are a lot of people who want to ask questions about stereotypes and things like that. But I think it is, like you talked about earlier, it's like, it's that fear. It's like, okay, am I going to offend somebody if I ask? Because, again, I'm like, somebody else is coming in and watching this, and I'm asking you, like, what are her jobs? (laughs) You know I mean? It's kind (laughs) of like, is somebody going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yes, I am the typical American person who does not know anything about any other culture. I'm just And that's okay. But if you allow that to block you yeah. from exactly. communicating, so you're allowing the fear to create separation. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. what fear does. Right. Absolutely. So, you know. I'll make a comment here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I read or heard somewhere that 99.99% of all of our DNA, DNA is the same. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So 0.01% is what's making, making us different. different. Yeah. Yeah. So literally we're all, yeah, we're all the same. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think it's so cool. Yeah. Um, let's see here. You might need There's to hit uh, see more so that way I can read Fabian's mm-hmm. thing. Thank you. So in regards to stereotypes, I think, unfortunately, historically speaking, I hope not, uh, but they have been around forever and might be with us for a while. I absolutely agree. I think to really pave the way for positive change, it has to start at home Mm -hmm. with two good party parenting. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Teach love and respect to all. We can't leave it up to society Mm -hmm. or the media to be the ones Mm -hmm. to continue to sculpt future minds with dated prejudicial uh, notations because the cycle will never end. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Perfect point. Amen. Very and Eva mentioned that it's a podcast. So oh, it's uh, a podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely agree with Fabian. I have a comment on that. Actually, it came up when you were saying something about um, you know introducing our kids to yeah. other kids of other cultures and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how it is with you guys or you guys, but for did she just call us guys? But our parents always, I mean, they never obviously prevented us from hanging out with other people. I had like tons of friends, but my friends, I will say, were predominantly Indian and Asian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And literally, I think it's just because we were like the smart kids and it made, I mean like we were all in the same classes and stuff. Right. And our parents never said anything about us hanging out with them because you're surrounded by people who are equally at your level intelligence wise and whatever. So they want you to grow in that way. Did you speak the same language? Maybe that was as what? As the friends? Yeah. No, but they were like Indian Asians. Like it didn't Mm -hmm. matter. Filipinos. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Korean, whatever. It didn't matter. Like, 
as long as we were all in the same pool of getting A pluses. Because sometimes, <laughs> right. but sometimes Indians inside of Indian sub enclaves, you know, will oh, yes. be together because of the language barrier. Yes. So that wasn't me yeah. exactly. I mean, we had our group of like I'm I'm Telugu, so we had our group of Telugu speaking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm folks um, like that we got together with on the weekends and mm -hmm, stuff, mm -hmm. um, like parties and everything. I never really started hanging out with them more socially on my own until more recently. <clears throat> Sorry. But growing up, there mm -hmm. were so few Indian kids in school to begin with right, that yeah. we would just all cluster together. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, there are cultural norms that, I mean, we talked about the shoe thing, right? <laughs> Why people wear shoes everywhere? What? Like, I don't understand that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we take off our shoes, and it's, like, understood. So whenever somebody comes over to our house, like, if Tao were to come over to my house, like, she would know she is take supposed off to take Yeah. Leave them at the front you door to in a pile. Her. Yeah. But my stepmom has a sign in front of the door. Yeah. And that, yeah. For my all my friends Which that are not Iranian. <laughs> it brings up another interesting topic of marriage, right? I mean, you said stepmom, mm -hmm. so um, you know, obviously in our culture, arranged marriages. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure in yours too, right? It's pretty. Is it a common thing? Arranged. That's marriage? a stereotype. Oh, okay. Well, because yes. we don't have arranged marriages. <laughs> um, really, I thought Muslims were like. Oh, you're not Muslim. Okay, another stereotype right there. <laughs> 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 they're not all Muslim. We're not all no, Muslim. No, 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 that's not what I meant. I thought right. because of your last it's, name. No, we're... we have arranged yeah. marriages, but it's so, I mean, it's it's not common at oh, all. Okay, I mean, okay. these are remote villages, and again, gotcha. it's it's out of necessity and need. You know, um, they want to marry off the girl soon, and, you know, it, so it, we don't have, typically we don't have too much of that, okay. yeah. So, it's very common for us. Um, but there is, um, now let me uh, yeah. shoot another stereotype yeah. back at you. Because I, I saw this uh, theatrical play performance yeah. done. It was about women that, um, that, that are widowed can't mm -hmm. marry again in the Indian culture. Is that true? Um, I mean, that was true back in like, I think ancient days. Okay, um, not, I, I don't okay. know that it's, I mean, some people still follow it. Okay. I mean, I don't know that it's. And it depends if you're talking about Hindu culture or if you're talking right, about Indian right, culture because right. they're two different things, right? right? right. Um, so there is this idea of, I mean, there's a story of Sati in, in, in the Hindu culture where you hear her, once her husband mm. dies, she throws herself on the fire. Oh, wow. And um, she no longer exists without her husband, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, I don't really, I haven't seen that. <laughs> um, not even just the burning thing but like obviously right. not getting married again I haven't really seen that I see a lot of people remarry right, um, right. stuff like that happens I mean it's life and especially if you're young you don't want to be alone for the rest but of your life but it's a culture also filled with superstition so there's a lot of yeah. reasons why a lot of it is like the way it is yeah. and arranged marriages for us is a little bit of a different definition for us it's like the family seeks you know um, mm -hmm. someone that's single available yeah. and the you know bride's family seeks some you know future bride seeks a pr uh, prospect or whatever and um, and they can join if they like each other yeah, then it's not it forced at all yeah. you know and you know in in a in a way I kept on asking my parents when I was single I was like why aren't y'all searching this is getting so hard for me <laughs> this dating business is so hard nowadays it's so hard you're like I want an arranged marriage my parents are so progressive and they're like no we want you to marry from love and I'm like <laughs> I'm so tired right now. <laughs> just, just find someone. Okay, so we've got uh, Laura who said, yes, Laura, this will be available later. You can't wait to see it all. You can come back and watch it here. It'll be staying up uh, on the Nerdy Girl page. 
And then Heather, um, hijab is a beautiful thing when worn with sincerity and not forced. My niece is the most beautiful, devout Muslim and is an example of modesty and good mm -hmm. deeds. I'll continue to teach my daughters the same in regards to the beautiful meanings behind different cultures and to have respect. Thank you all, Hilia and Ahelia. See, I see because I'm afraid I'm going to... So like, what's your actual what name? And why do you have two? It's Helia. Okay. Mitra is the author name. Yeah. Oh, okay, Mitra. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Her pseudonym. So thank you for educating us further. So yes, well, thanks, Heather, for joining in. I appreciate it. Most families, if the parents approve, then the marriage is allowed in Ara uh, Iranian... Am I saying that right? Culture. Iranian. You put Iranian. your ear on. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. There we go. Iranian culture. Uh, then marriage is allowed uh, with my experience and my... Okay, so tell Ham me Hamsara means uh, my soulmate. Aww. Yeah, great. she's in love. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> she was not forced. <laughs> Tara joins us every, every month, y'all. Hi, Tara. Hi, Tara. Hi, Tara. Awesome. I will say that we were talking about family and, and continuing to teach our children our own culture. I feel that I failed because growing up, my mom really told me, stay away from Asian men, stay away from Vietnamese men because you don't want to marry somebody like your father. And so growing up, it was all Americanized, 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 mm -hmm. everything. And now with my family, my grandfather recently passed away, and it was a very... Um, traditional Buddhist ceremony and I knew nothing of the culture and of course my children attended it and I didn't know what to tell them mm -hmm. so I feel very I, I'm saddened by the fact that I don't have our traditional culture mm -hmm. to pass down to my mm -hmm. children because my cousins even asked do your children speak Vietnamese and I said other than when we go out to eat and we eat pho <laughs> that's all they know oh, how to wow. order and I feel most Americans that. know that word right <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, because um, you're talking about bringing up your kids, and so this is a, a place where I wonder where, um, with breaking cultural stereotypes, um, if there's ever a difficulty, because um, there's the cultural stereotype, there, there's teaching your culture, but within every culture, there's the way, there are some things that are, I don't, I don't know, outdated or whatever, but... Um, where we need to break the cultural stereotype of the way that women are seen. Mm. And so I'm just wondering then, do you find yourselves butting up against things when you're trying to teach your kids about your culture and yet what parts are, are good and okay too and then what other parts are like, yeah, we really need to stop that, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm just wondering, I see it from you, a you... child's perspective because yeah. I don't have children, um, but I, I see it from, yeah, the way my mom, you know, I'm dating. And that's obviously like very new for them too. They had an arranged marriage, um, so this dating thing is hard. But I don't trust my parents to pick someone for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, they probably feel the same yeah. way about you. So it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, my mom. Like I was telling you earlier, my mom. Like when I go out on dates and stuff, she's like, try not to be too much yourself, and try not to laugh too loud. <laughs> no. Like really, like I mean. I mean, I mean, she's obviously like funny, and she—I know she like loves me the way I am and stuff. But she's afraid that like my your husband won't. <laughs> well, I mean, she's afraid that my like boldness and my um, almost like it's counterculture. I, I guess yeah. my dominance or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like scaring guys off, mm -hmm. and that honestly doesn't surprise me so much if that's the case because a lot of people can't yeah. take. A lot of my personal. Like, yeah. take confident woman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. My dad so. said the same thing to me. He goes, you're, he said you're going to have to find yourself somebody who's outside of your culture yes. to put up with you because you're loud. Yeah. You're not <laughs> opinionated. No he offense said. to other cultures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, you know, there's, there's, he said it specifically, the white guys enjoy a woman who's very strong. 
in your culture, and he comes from that, you know, oh, wow. he's like, they're wow. not going to really appreciate you the way who you are, yeah. authentically you, because I was the firstborn, mm. and I was very opinionated, mm. I've always been very, you know, headstrong, you yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, an like opinion, I headstrong, <laughs> always knew what I wanted, and very serious about it, so he recommended mm -hmm. I get out of my little circle, mm -hmm. and, go outside. and that's what I married, I married somebody outside of my but that's culture. what I love about the U.S., so, you know, it's the immigrant advantage, it's the, it's the advantage that we want to, you know, convey yeah, to others yeah, yeah. because it's cafeteria culture here, you know? <laughs> There's so, so many certain aspects of Iranian culture that I absolutely adore that I wanted to go live there with the whole, wow. like, oppression out in the public and mm -hmm. all. I didn't mind because it was worth it, this certain element. And then there's other parts of my culture that I could so do away with. <laughs> yeah. And I have that opportunity here in the States to pick and choose and say, okay, t you know, my niece and nephews are half Iranian, half black American, and, and I get to choose and tell them, okay, they these parts of black culture, I really want you to keep going. And these parts of Iranian culture, I really want you to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so no other place in the world you can actually do that, I yeah, would say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I love like this place. Europe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been back to India in 17 years. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time. It's not because I hate it. I mean, it is because I hate it. But it's literally just because I think it's dirty. <laughs> that's it. Okay, that's a stereotype. <laughs> I've been there. It's dirty. The streets are full of trash. I don't like it. I've been there. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a stereotype. It's just dirty. It's that's not fact. the same as here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we're just about out of time. What I wanted to give everybody an opportunity to do here with the ladies is that if you've got something um, that's going on here um, within the next month before our next show, if you want to go ahead and share it, I know that that is also something, too, that will be uh, put down into the comments as well. So, Tao, do you have anything going on? There is. I'm participating in All About Katie's Summerfest this Saturday. So you can go to All About Katie's Facebook page and get the information for the times and the location this Saturday. Manil Indie Book Festival happening May 6th and I'll have a booth there with my books and t-shirts and all that good stuff. Definitely support uh, local authors and uh, indie authors. Very cool. So I'm the resident artist here at the boutique and right now we're focusing on prom bookings. So feel free to uh, call here and set an appointment with us. Yes, yeah, so prom is coming up, so we want to be able to, Brandy and I are going to collaborate with styling, and Mitra's going to help us as well. Um, I also want to promote a Mother's Day gift box that we're doing um, for a promotion, and it's got a really yummy, um, organic skincare. So you're going to really love it. I don't have anything in particular to promote, just my desserts. They are dairy-free, grain-free, gluten-free, free of all white processed sugar, high-protein, low-carb, paleo-friendly, diabetic-friendly, soy-free, corn-free, non-GMO, and everything can be made vegan. Um, so you can just visit my website to see what I have to offer, uh, to lovebitesbytanusia.com. That's the best elevator pitch I've ever heard. <laughs> can I just say that I made, I made her brownies, and they are so moist. So I'm just saying they're very I good. They still taste like pretty much like they're a real good. Thing, they're so good. Yeah. Good. Keisha, what you got going um, on? I'll be doing an interview series starting the first week in May. So I'm going to be interviewing a bunch of hot entrepreneurs that are out mm. on the online market. So look out for that. Cool. Awesome. And where can they catch that? Where? Well, yes. Oh, you can actually catch that on my business page at LakeishaSarba.com on Facebook. So it's going to be a Facebook live interview. Will be side by side, side by side Facebook interview. Awesome. awesome, very cool. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to let you guys know um, that you can actually sign up 
to catch information about upcoming episodes as well as having opportunities to get your business spotlighted here on the Define Her Story show. And you can do that by uh, visiting bit.ly slash DH Talk Show. So that is bit.ly slash DH Talk Show. It's all lowercase. And again, that's going to be popping into uh, the comments here very shortly. So thank you so much, ladies. This is amazing. I want you guys, too, to be watching out. We're going to be taking pictures of all the outfits and jewelry that we have on and be posting and, and tagging everyone in that so that way you can see those. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to the Defining Her Story podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, find us on Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Five stars, always appreciated. And your reviews help us get found by other amazing women just like you. If you have a topic you'd love for us to discuss or is a hot button for you, let us know. Call the show at 954-NERDGIRL and leave us a voicemail. That's 954-637-3475. For more information about this episode and our panelists, you can check out the show notes by visiting nerdygirlsuccess.com. Music for Defining Her Story provided by bensounds.com.